What's up? And welcome to episode 28 of With Their Forces Combined, a D&D play podcast about three elephant people slash loxodon cousins that explore the world of Titsifas and try and avenge their uncle Jim Withers. You're listening to With Their Forces Combined. Combined. Alex Karagatsanis as your DM. And Andrew Karagatsanis playing Bubba Porkchop. Corey Gray playing Dumplum Tuscanza. And Tom Rideout as Poppington Smith. God damn it, as I was saying. Last week, the fellas annexed a small business. I'm just so proud of them. Then they set out to find their old friend Athro. They got to the bar and smelled something interesting and went down to the basement to investigate. Okay, and I remember you guys walking downstairs in standard, I believe we've called it standard spelunking formation. That sounds like something we'd come up with, yeah. (laughs) Everyone has has no (laughs) recollection. Uh, it's actually called right our, now, our flashy is, coup formation. Yeah. That is a quote. That is a direct quote. I believe it was Corey that said that, but I'm just putting it out there. Um, <laughs> it, so- it sounds like a Corey. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. So uh, you guys start moving down the staircase. And uh, as you know, it's one of those staircases that goes like the walls go all the way down. Uh, so, you know, you won't be able to see anything in the basement until you get to the bottom of the stairs. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, as you remember, when you turn left from these stairs, there is the fighting pit and there's a bunch of kegs down there. But right now you're on the stairs moving down. What are we doing? I'm going to the bottom of the stairs with my light hammer out. Mm-hmm. I'm still not ready for a fight. I'm just <laughs> casually walking. Yeah. My, my hands on like my war hammer right now. Uh, no, no euphemism. Athro? Demons? <laughs> Anyone? <laughs> um, I just want to say, is no euphemism a thing, an expression that we're just going to be using from now on? Because I like it. Okay, but you do say Athro demons? Yeah. yeah? Okay. Fish cult? <laughs> Shut up, shut up, Floppington. What, what what are you talking about? I'm just trying to figure out who's who's here. We're following we're following the scent of Athro. It's gonna be Athro. All three of you hear Athro, but in a tone of voice you've never heard before. Say please. Sorry, Alex, did you say more than please? Because that's all I got. No, that's it. Okay. Don't come any closer, boys. Classic Athro, always asking for something. <laughs> um, I'm going to try and divine sense to see if anything weird comes off of Athro. Yeah, no problem. Oh, yeah, it just happens. Whoops. Yeah, right. um, <laughs> Yes, <laughs> you you do sense. Uh, yeah, so you do get a ping from Athro. Oh, boy, we, something we, we, weird's going on with, with Athro. He's, uh, I'm sensing something strange. <laughs> 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 uh, what do I even say? Um, oh, uh, I'm sensing something weird coming off of Athro. I'm, I'm not. Sh- I'm not sure if uh, if he's in a bad way or what. 
Okay, cool. And then you, are you getting to, and so, okay, let's say you guys have gotten to the bottom of the stairs. We're at at least within 30 feet of him, if Corey's cast is, or sorry, consents. Uh, 60 feet. Yeah, that, 60 feet. Sorry, 60 feet. Yeah. Or or within that somewhere. I'm not sure where the bottom of the stairs is in relation to him, but. Right. So, Plombington, you turn the corner. Okay, so a number of things are going to happen at once, so I think I need everyone to roll initiative. Cool. Nice. Oh, nice. Oh, that's an 11 for me. That's 20 minus 1. So 19. Cradle, cradle to 3. Or cradle to 16 and down to a 3. Okay, so all three of you guys get to the bottom of the stairs. And you notice that Athro is turned the other way. Okay? And he seems to be struggling. But there doesn't seem to be anybody else downstairs. And as Bubba comes down and into sight of Athro. You see him turn with a maniacal gleam in his eye that you've never seen in Athro's eyes before. And he looks at all three of you and he says, you boys have come to the wrong place at the wrong time. And that's where we'll end our session. (laughs) I mean, I debated it last time, okay? That, <laughs> dude, shut up. We, we already had this conversation. Dumplump, you're up. Oh, man. Uh, do I see any black and orange stripes on his face? Yeah, that's, that's what I'm picturing, <laughs> first, uh, first things first. Okay, so, yeah, sorry. Let's, let's, <laughs> so Athro looks almost exactly as Athro uh, always looked. However... You do notice two things. There there seems to be a large pendant around his neck, and he is holding his Warhammer, which you've never seen him do before. However, you have heard tell of the prowess of Athro in this fighting ring. And ju- just so we're clear, this is a 40-foot by 60-foot basement, and Athro is about 25 feet away. He's like in the middle, in the fighting pit, in the in the middle circle. Gotcha. Okay. Um, oh man, Athro's our friend. Um, no I'm gonna. Friend. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, do we really know? Uh, I'm gonna cast hold person on him. Uh, so he's gonna okay. need to make me a DC 13 wisdom save, which he passes. Okie dokie. Um. Uh, I guess I'll just say, uh, Athro, what are you doing? What, what's gotten into you? And that's that's it for me. Okay. And then it's Athro's turn. He smiles a very wicked grin. And jeez, we get it. He's evil. Take the. <laughs> he could take be the celestial. Sting out of my bad guys, man! Come on, <laughs> <you> fucking dick. <laughs> And he charges at Bubba. No, uh, no, he would uh, he would attack Plumington just because he's uh, came out first. And uh, uh, Plumington, what's your AC? Uh, it's sixteen right now. Okay, so that's three hits uh, as he brings his warhammer to bear. So that is twenty-one damage to you, Plumpington. Oh. And I uh, need a DC fourteen strength saving throw. Perfect. Plumpington's best save is strength. Oh shit! That was close though. Just a fourteen. Okay, cool. So uh, the weight—the weight of this of the third blow 
seems to be like pretty hefty. Uh, however, your your impeccable training allows you to to keep you on your feet. Palompington, you're up. All right. Uh, first, I'm going to. Um, I guess I'm just gonna I'm just gonna drop my light hammer because I I don't want it anymore. Uh, and then I'm going to draw my warhammer uh, and try to attack with that. Not a euphemism. And that is a seven. <laughs> okay, cool. I assume misses. Yeah, it's a miss. Um, yeah, so second one is a 21. That is a hit. And that is uh, six damage. Oh, sorry, and that was a trunk slap, by the way. And it's a stunning trunk slap, so he's got to make a DC 13 con save. Okay, which he passes. All right, cool. Um, and then I'm going to flurry. All right, so next okay. attack uh, is a 14 to hit. That is a miss. All right, cool. And then my last attack. Oh, nice. That's a crit. And that is 16 damage. New record. Oh, and sorry, I'm also going to spend a key point to make this a stunning strike as well. He does pass. Uh, and you said it was 16? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And cool. then that's it for my turn. Bubba, you're up. I'm going to um, cast Blink on myself. Okay. So... Yeah, I roll a d20 at the end of each of my turns for the duration of the spell. On a roll of 11 or higher, I vanish from my current plane of existence and appear in the ethereal plane. At the start of my next turn, uh, and when the spell ends, if I'm on the ethereal plane, I return to an unoccupied space of my choice I can see within 10 feet. Um, and the rest are the rest is just kind of uh, rules that surround all of that, so I won't get into that. But I will... Yeah, I'm going to roll just to see if I... Sorry, yeah, and I, I'm gonna I'm gonna stand. Um, how how far away am I from from Athra? Uh, you're about ten feet away because he's right up in Plumington's business. Okay, then actually, I am going to run up to him, um, and try to grab the pendant off his neck and cast. Oh no, no, because that's a spell. That those are both actions. So I am just going to cast blank on myself. Okay, so you disappear. Uh, I have to roll for it, but... Got it. Uh, I got a 17, so yes, I disappear into the ethereal plane. Okay. Um, and do I see anything when I'm there? Okay, yeah, no, you don't see anything. Okay. Okay, Dumplump. All right, um, yeah, I guess now that at throws up in our business, I, I'm going to use my Vow of Amity on him now. Uh, so okay. I, get, I get advantage uh, rolls against him. For the next one minute, so I'm I'm gonna now that we're in an open space, I'm gonna pull the lance out and I'm gonna try and uh, run him through with the lance. Okay. All right, that is uh, 22 to hit. Dumblum, when you attack the first attack with your um, lance, uh, Athro is going to parry it. Uh, so he adds three to his AC against one melee attack that would hit it. So it does not hit him, unfortunately. And second attack, uh, 14 to hit. That misses. Okay. Yeah, and I don't know if this is reasonable in combat, but I'm going to have a look at the pendant just just like while I'm striking him to see if I recognize like any symbol on it or anything. If it's not reasonable, uh, you can just tell me to fuck off, but... <laughs> I mean, okay, so I, t I toyed with this idea when I, I, I just sort of gave you that one for free, but I feel like you guys have seen Athro enough 
that you would like pick up on things that weren't what Athro normally looked like, you know? Right. So uh, to me, like you guys noticed that it's like this big gold framed pendant with like a ruby inside the the center of it. Uh, but underneath the ruby, you seem to see like a swirling mass of sort of darkness. Oh, yeah. Don't you sense specifically objects that are consecrated or desecrated? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So okay, so you, this one is. You specifically do see that. Okay. That is my turn. And now it is Athro's turn. And I guess, yeah, he wouldn't move around Plompington to attack Dumplump, so he's just going to attack Dumplump again. Or uh, Plompington again, I should say. And your AC is still 16. Uh, no, it's 18 until my next turn because I agile parried. Uh, so that's two hits. Uh, Plomington, that's 15 damage as he swings his war hammer at you. Cool. And it's now your turn. All right, nice. Okay. Um, I guess we, in theory, don't want to try to kill Athro, so maybe I should try to, like, shove him over. Cool. So, yeah, okay, my first athletics roll, uh, 18. Oh, I'm sorry, man. He rolled the 20. Cool, cool. I'm going to, okay. yeah, I'm going to shove him again. Uh, 16. Why am I apologizing time. to you? <laughs> Uh, that's an 18. Because you're lying. <laughs> but now I can mock him with probability by continuing to shove <laughs> twice more. So so it's actually perfect. <laughs> so, right, here we go. He gets, so he gets a plus three, and I rolled really well. So. Well, I only got a 10 oh, this time. no, I said that out loud. Okay, yeah, you do, uh, you do successfully push him over there. You mean we called you out for cheating, and then you felt bad about it. <laughs> All right, and then I guess now that he's on the ground, yeah, I might as well hit him with advantage. All right, that's a 22 to hit, I assume. Uh, so he is... Oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, that does hit. And then... Oh, okay, cool, cool. Yes, sir, and then I'm going to stun him as well. Uh, and that's four magic bludgeoning damage. I forgot to say magic last time, I think, actually. But I think you know. So, sorry, that's a DC... Um... Yeah, 13 con save. Okay, so he takes the damage, but he does not get stunned. Cool, cool. But he is prone. Cool. And that is my turn. Bubba, you're up. Um, at the start of my turn, I appear within 10 feet of where I vanished, so I'm going to appear right in front of Athro. Um, and I'm... Uh, okay, to, to Plompington's left or right side, just to be clear. Plompington's left. Cool. Um, and I am going to try to yank the pendant off of his neck. And at the same time, I'm going to say... Uh, and for my next trick, I will make this pendant disappear. Okay. And I'm, I'm just try, trying to brute force it off of his neck. Like, uh, it, like yank. Yeah. Yank it off. Okay. Uh, I will accept athletics, sleight of hand. I think those are the only two. All right. Athletics. Um, do I get advantage because he's prone and because I came out of nowhere? Sure. Nice. I'm like not sure how that works. Even just because he's prone, <laughs> like it's probably harder if he's prone. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. You talked me out of the advantage. Uh, well, I already rolled two. So what do I do about that, Chief? You take the higher one. That's what I was. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I don't uh, cheat. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I said it. I said it. It's fine. Go for it. All right. I got. I rolled an, a natural eighteen, and athletics makes that a twenty. Okay, uh, so you pull the pendant off Athro's neck, 
I'm going to need a wisdom saving throw. Okay. And you get plus two to this because of my aura of protection. Oh, no. How protective is a wisdom saving throw? I rolled a three. I got plus six to wisdom saving throws, plus two. So that's an 11. (laughs) I have all my port and rules crossed out, so I'm pretty sure I've used all of them. But I wanted to listen. I was going to listen back literally after this episode. But yeah. Okay, Bubba. So immediately uh, you hear this voice as you, as soon as you put your hands around the pendant. Yeah. You hear this voice inside your head that says, You are nothing like your great uncle Jim Withers. You will never amount to anything. I know. I know. Spell casting loxodons. Who's even heard of this garbage? I think it's pretty fun. And you're just assailed by these sort of swirling thoughts. You can't pinpoint uh, like a source or, I mean, you know, like if you were in your right mind, you'd be like the pendant, duh. But like at the time you're like, mm-hmm. oh fuck. Like, you know, it's it's sort of just assailing your senses and uh, you take 20 psychic damage. Okay. Um, and then at the end of my turn, I roll to see if I blink or not. And I do not. Okay. Dumplump, you're up. All right. Uh, is like does I know Plompington was in melee with with Athra for a while. Does he look like bloodied or anything? Uh, I think so. Yeah. He's been sort of knocked about by a hammer. You've seen him receive like a couple heavy blows. So I'm not a hundred percent sure he's like super bloody, but like you've seen him take a hit or two. And the prowess of Athra, my God! Oh wait, are we talking about <laughs> Athra or Plompington? No, I'm talking, oh. I'm talking about Plompington. <laughs> okay, yeah. No, in, in that case, I'm definitely a bit bloodied. Like, I'm not dead yet, but I'm not looking great. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to use Lay on Hands on Plompington for 15 HP. Oh, nice. Appreciated. And I'm going to I'm gonna look at Athro. Is he... Does he still have, like, a... Just to be clear, Dumplump, are you, like, staying behind Plompington while you do this? Uh, no. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move up to be... Like right in front of Athro. Okay, got uh, it. In order to get like a better look at him, like is he still like crazed after the the um, pendant was taken away from him? Okay, so he he looks like confused. You can't tell much more than that okay. at this point in time. I'm telling you, he's gonna start asking you for info now. <laughs> Classic Athro. <laughs> All right, that's my turn. Yeah. So you see, well, I guess Bubba doesn't see. Bubba's like wrapped up in his. Uh, in these thoughts kind of thing, but Dumblump and Plompington do see Athro kind of shake his head and you sort of see like remnants of the the gleam in his eye, like the red sort of gleam in his eye as he stands up. So you guys do get an attack of opportunity if you'd like to take it. Yeah. That is a nat one. Cool. Uh, does it have to be a weapon attack? Uh, I th- uh, did you roll that with advantage? Because he's getting up from being prone. Oh, true. Is that a th- is that a thing? Honestly, I I like that. But I think it makes in- sense. Yeah, so I- I'm gonna rule that you do get advantage on that attack because they're so there. I mean, I think to me that makes sense. They're like standing up right in front of you, and you're using your reaction to do it. And a twelve, so still a miss. Yes, it it, it does. Dumblump, you're also there as well. Yeah. Uh, what I, what I want to do is, like, grapple him. I don't know if I can do that in, like, an opportunity 
attack. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, and do I get advantage on that as well, or? I mean, yeah, we've done it now. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right, cool. All right, so that is 16 athletics. Good luck, he rolled a nat 20. Oh, well. <laughs> Get off me, I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, so he stands up, Plumbington swings a hammer, it misses him, Dumblub tries to grab him, he, like, grabs you and forces his way up at the same time and, like, pushes you <laughs> off him. He stands up still with that that wild kind of look in his eye, although you notice that there doesn't seem to be as much malice behind it, and he does attack like he you see him look at the pendant and then attack Bubba uh, Bubba what's your AC 15 uh, so that's 17 damage as his warhammer crashes into your side uh, Bubba goes down oh shit uh oh Plompington you're up alright well I've only got one key point left so I think I'm I'm just gonna commit to this shoving strategy and, and count on dump lump um alright Okay. So my first shove attempt is a 14. Oh, no way. What happens on a tie? Roll. I think he wins, but I'm not actually sure. Because like, I'm would... pretty sure it's like a stalemate. Right? I'd like, play if I'm trying a roll-off, why not? I mean, both make sense. I think technically it's like he wins, but a roll-off would make sense too. So it, it yeah, it, it, it says status quo I'm reading here, but I like the re-roll. So we're going to go with the re-roll. Cool. All right, that's an God 18. damn it. Why did I pick the reroll in that one? Nice. <laughs> All right, and then I'm going to try to hit him now that he's prone. Okay, cool. <laughs> that's a 23 to hit with advantage. Yeah. But they're both 18s, so not helpful. Yeah, no, you, you roll a lot of 18s. I think you should get rid of that die. I'm going to get you a brand new D20. Yeah. But the first one this turn, to be Why? clear, was a nat 13. <laughs> a nat 13 that was a plus 5. To, so it to was be not fair, though. An 18. But also, like, I roll tons of twos, fours, and fives. So if anything, I'm pretty sure it's a disadvantage. Like, I'm pretty sure if I added oh, yeah, it all up. yeah, it's just biased in that one area. Yeah. But, like, I think so I do have the shittiest okay. rolls. So like, I definitely roll under 10 more than right. under 10. And not a lot of nat 20s. All right. Oh, and sorry. I'm going to make that a stunning strike, too, as well. So he's got to make a DC um, 13 con save. Okay. Uh, he does get stunned. Nice. So now I get double advantage for my last attack. <laughs> Classic double advantage. Do I get triple flying for that? All right, that's a 20, but not a nat 20. Cause, and that's a 20? Yeah, I, I don't roll nat 20, so it's a regular oh, 20. Yeah, 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 but that does All right, and then, whoops, that fell. Nice, and then that's six magic bludgeoning damage. All right. And that is my turn. Uh, Bubba, you're up. I assume I'm still holding this pendant and I get an automatic fail death save for that. Is that true? No. So, okay. So you go down uh, and as you do, you drop the pendant. So I need a, I need a death save from you, but it's a regular death save. All right. And it kind of makes sense because you were like hit to become unconscious. So like that force might like knock it out of your hand sort of thing. Kind of, but th- like, don't you go into... Uh, I guess you're not dead, so you don't go into rigor mortis, but um, I got a six either way, so I got I got to fail. I mean, that also doesn't happen instantly. Yeah, it does. <laughs> you shake your pants instantly, and it goes, and then you just... Listen, I've seen House once or twice. <laughs> the, the show where they famously die every week. <laughs> and somebody shits their pants every episode. <laughs> House, the show where somebody shits their pants. Uh, Dumplump, you're up. <laughs> all right um 
So just to recap, Bubba is on the ground, out cold. Uh, been murdered by Jim Withers, <laughs> not Jim wow. Withers, by Athro the Bold. <laughs> I was going to say for a moment there, heresy. Athro the, the Bold is uh, prone and stunned. And Plombington looks a little bit not great, but you healed him last turn. So, you know. Right. I'm actually not bloodied anymore, though, so that made the difference. Yeah, I think I have to so, yeah, try and try and heal uh, Bubba here. I'm gonna I'm gonna go over to him and lay on hands him for five HP. Do prone people get attacks of opportunity? They do, but it's at disadvantage. Yes, but stunned people don't. Right. Yes. Forgot he was both. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, go yeah, on. Yeah. <laughs> stunned <laughs> definitely don't. Yeah. <laughs> Surprisingly. All right. So yeah, I'm I'm healing him for five. And I'm going to cast a Shield of Faith on him as well. So he gets plus two to AC for the next uh, the next 10 minutes. Okay, cool. Bubba, you pop back up with five health. Athro remains on the ground. However, you guys... Well, no, I think you guys are focused on Bubba. Yeah, never mind. Plumbington, you're up. All right. I'm just going to attack him three times on the ground with advantage. Cool. All right, so 17 misses, 12 misses, Oof, and 15, I think, also misses. <laughs> yes. All right, that's it for me. <laughs> no, no, no. You No, for the record, like, you hit him. It's just that his armor is like, you know. Yeah, yeah, no, it's... Bubba, you're up. Okay, sorry. I was, I was just reading into the rules of Blink, and... Apparently, it because it's not concentration, because I, I was looking at that, it's not concentration. Oh. So, so I need to roll to see if I was oh. actually in in world when when Dumplum oh, went to Kamiomi. Oh, my God. Oh, shit. Per- perfect. Okay, perfect. so here what, we go. Here's go my roll to see if I was in the ethereal realm. Uh, as a five, so I stay here. Okay, so. Okay. Oh, my oh, God. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, close call. Almost the end oh, of Bubba. Man. Okay, so that's... that's. And our... you couldn't even have blamed me, because I didn't even know you had Blink, so... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I did it to myself. Because, yeah, I have to willingly <laughs> dismiss the spell. <laughs> uh, okay. okay, so you do remain. Uh, you pop up with five health. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you... I don't fucking know. Are you stopping Blink? Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, because that's an action. <laughs> good. Good, good. Uh, yeah, it does. So, so okay, but but for the record, the the pendant is on the ground in front of you. Yeah, I'm gonna say, don't don't touch that pendant, Jesus Christ! And I'm just gonna be yelling that as I blink out of existence. Um, oh, okay, but uh, for the record, though, until you blink out of existence, you do still hear it whispering, like, "You will never be as good as your cousins." No one will ever call you Ziggy. <laughs> okay, but sorry, do they... Do, do, do I know that that was the cause of it then yet? Or is that... I feel like you've put that together. Yeah, I'm going to okay. give that to you. Yeah, I just wasn't sure how this thing works. I think actually I am going to... I am going to attack the pendant. Okay. Um, it's going to backfire horribly, but I'm going to do it. Uh, I'm going to try and pince it with my pincer staff. Okay. Yeah, you guys are all very familiar with the uh, uh, the verb uh, pincing. I'm gonna pincing. <laughs> Not so pinching. Are you, Mr. Very different. Pince-nez. 
<laughs> uh, 17 to hit. Uh, you do hit it. Nice. For five piercing damage. I didn't know when to stop you. It felt like a dick move to make you roll damage. But uh, you, as you grab it, you do realize that like this, for some reason, it seems like stronger than it should be. And you can't do any, like y- you squeeze with all your might and nothing warps even a little bit. Okay, so I, but I, I'm still holding it in in my pincer staff. That's correct. And okay. the whispers do seem to be quieter from this distance. Okay. And then I'm going to roll for blink. Cool. Uh, I do not blink. Bless you. <laughs> Thank you. Dumblump, you're up. All right. Nobody knocks my cousin out and gets away with it for more than six seconds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm attacking Athro with my, okay. uh, with my lance, my magic lance. Uh, that is... Uh, 24 to hit him. That does hit. Did we skip Plompington's turn in there? No, Plompington attacked three times, but he oh, missed. Oh, okay. I just... I just, I, got I, I promise we've done two <laughs> episodes recently where I fucked up the turn order, and I'm so on top of it this time. Uh, yeah, you're after... I just... I knew you were before me. That's, it's no, Dump it's Lump, Afro, Afro yeah. Plompington, then you, yeah. But he's not stunned if you missed last turn. Yeah, he's not stunned anymore, but yeah. Because, because, yeah, because of prone and because of my <laughs> vow of enmity against him. Classic. <laughs> uh, so that that's twelve damage on the first attack, and second attack. Uh, okay. Is, um, sorry, sixteen to hit, which I think misses. Yes, it does. Okay. Okay. Uh, it's Athor's turn, and he from the floor. You do notice his demeanor kind of change a bit and he says to you guys boys i'm sorry that damn pendant and he points at it 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 took over my mind i want to roll insight because i don't trust athro you've made that very clear plompington that's a 12 (laughs) (laughs) um yeah you you think he's telling the truth cool cool you gotta believe me Uh, and uh, and uh, he he does nothing on his turn. He stays he stays prone, and he sort of holds a, his hands up above his face. Uh, and Plumpington, you're up. Okay. Um. Yeah. No. He seemed. Yeah. Okay. So I, I want to like ready an action. Um. To attack if he. I thought you were gonna ready an action to EDA. No. No. Like if he tries <laughs> to get up only, though. I'm um, gonna uh, attack. Yeah. 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 Totally. Okay. Bubba. Man. Oh man. Do I want to cast Identify on this friggin' pendant? <laughs> Which is definitely going to kill me. Uh, I guess I'll use my action to dismiss the spell. Ugh. <laughs> my third level spell. <laughs> uh, Dumplump, you're up again. Alright, I'm going to uh, Divine Sense Athro again to see if anything's changed about him. Yeah, cool. Uh, yeah, uh... You don't get any pings from Athro, but you do get a serious ping from that pendant. Okay. Uh, yeah, I gotta get it's max serious. use out of this. <laughs> I gotta get max use out of this ability that has been like borderline useful for <laughs> going on thirty episodes. Um, D- Divine Sense has come in handy like a bunch of times. Yeah. I should not have picked demons for bad guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, and, and I'll walk over to I guess I'm right next to him anyway, but prepare to EDH with with the boys there you go ready in okay. action to edh 
<laughs> Athro does not seem to uh, like he. Sorry, I should be clear. He does not move, and in fact, you guys notice him start to just sob quietly. All right, Athro, we're gonna talk this out. Now, now, roll onto your front. We don't want you making any sudden movements. <laughs> and he he does as he's kind of sobbing quietly, and it's kind of funny. But you guys don't laugh, but it's kind of funny because he's like, <laughs> and he like rolls over onto his stomach. It's not funny. Yeah, Plumpington's gonna sit across his back, but not in a funny way. Just to be clear. Um, <laughs> And once I've got him nice and pinned down, I'm going to pull out the immovable rod, ta-da, and Plomagen places it into the small of Athro's back and kind of pushes the button like some impromptu body cuffs. Whoa, immovable rod callback. Love it. Okay, cool. <laughs> yes. To be honest, I try to like come up with a way to use it every single encounter, but like... I'm always like, no, that's just, that's not a good plan. You just want to use the immovable rod. So not I'm, yet. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But um, now. Well, I'm glad it, it could find a use. Bubba, you're up. Um, I, I don't know if what's going on, but I think I'm speaking in locks it onto my cousins. I, I think we should ask Athra where, where he got this thing or like, what's, what's happened. I, I, but all I know is this thing sucks. Don't don't let it talk to you because it it'll only tell you lies and and it you got you guys will definitely call me Ziggy at some point. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That necklace is making some sense. Oh yeah, and and I'll I'll offer it up for him to touch it. I'll offer it up for him to touch it. Yeah. I, I never said I trusted it fully. Such a <laughs> We, we can hear its side of the story later. First, we need to talk to Athro, but we know he's a masterful liar, so I don't know. Can we really trust him, especially after he just tried to kill us in his cellar? Well, he's, uh, he doesn't seem to be celestial fiend or undead or consecrated or desecrated. I love that Dumplump is like the cop every time he's like, he's clean. <laughs> well, he's still a shady character. I don't know. But that but that pendant, though, that pendant, though, is, is no good. Fair point. That pendant, though. I can uh, I could try to identify it, but I'm a little afraid that I, I it could kill me. I'm um, I'm going to say, Athro, where, where did you find this thing? And uh, Athro, it's kind of muffled uh, because he's obviously like he's got his face in the ground, but he's yeah, like, I don't really, I don't release the rod. Yeah, somebody gave it to me at the wake. It was, it was going to be for Diara, but then she died, so they gave it to me. Who, who, who gave it to you, Athro? Was a shorter man with two different colored eyes. That's all I remember. And that is where we're going to end our session. Seven shots of tequila, please. Nice. Buying shots for the table, huh? Oh, no. These are all for me. That gym asshole is telling some nonsense story again, and uh, I need some liquid patience. Oh. Well, this is kind of awkward, but I actually can't serve you more than two shots at a time. It's bar policy. Yeah, okay. Uh, sure. Two, uh, two shots then, I guess. All right. Two shots of what? 
tequila? Sorry, I thought I'd said that. Oh, you did, but I just assumed that any man who doesn't appreciate the genius stories of the famous Jim Withers is probably a fickle asshole who doesn't know what he wants. Yeah, would you listen to this coward? I bet he wants a big piece ass tea. <sighs> Alright, please tell me. What in the world is a big piece iced tea? Hang on a minute. Did that asshole just call you a big piece, Shillberry? Oh, I think that's exactly what he's doing, Pete. See, this is what happens when we let tourists in. What? No, I literally wanted seven shots of tequila. But you told me I couldn't have that. Following the rules is classic big piece shillmanship. Local would have known that. Damn right it is. I bet it's from Long Island or Manhattan or something. And the saddest part is that if you weren't so blinded by the lies of Big Peace, you could have just ordered a withering gym. And what in the world is a withering gym? Hey, ow! What the fuck? That was self-defense, you blasphemer. Yeah, just wait until you hear the ending. You're gonna be begging Mr. Withers for forgiveness. Okay, let's say I believe you. Can you just tell me what's in a withering gym? Seven shots of tequila. Served neat. Are you fucking kidding me? Of course it is. Okay, sure. I'll get one wither in Jim then. Alright, but my shift actually ended seven minutes ago, so if Jim's telling the story of how he lost his old forge, I would like to catch the end again. Oh yeah, sure. Fuck me, right? Well, goddamn, if it isn't my favorite bartender, Barry. Here, sit down. No, no, that seat's not taken. Bob loves musical chairs anyways. He's a professional flip-flopper. Now, where was I? With their forces combined is mixed and mastered by Crying Elephant Productions. Music by Corey Gray.